1: Once again, the thrilling adventures of the shadow. The hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. The shadow in a moment. But first, remember when you were a kid, Mr. Motorist? Remember how full of vim, vigor, and daring you were? How reckless or thoughtless you were at times? How many chances you took on your way to and from school? Well, all of us take for granted our right to live and be sound of body. But the National Safety Council conducting a back-to-school safety campaign this month reminds all motorists that other kids, just like you, are on the streets today. Kids who forget the safety rules sometimes. Kids who like to show off their recklessness. Kids who take it for granted that you won't run them down. So the next time you're tempted to drive heedlessly, think of your own childhood. And remember, today's children are just like you. Give them a break. And now, to The Shadow. The Shadow,
0: who aids the forces of law and order... is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, Death is a Colored Dream. Mr. Pongkart. Stay away from it, you idiot. But Mr. Fanning Thorn- will be walking into this office at any moment through the back door. We can't either of us get tied up by a telephone when he does. I guess you're right, Mr. Thorncroft. Of course I'm right. Tell me, Graham. Have you ever murdered anyone before? You don't know want to ask me that kind of a question, Mr. Thorncroft? No. no, I guess I don't. After we... we get rid of Venning, we'll know enough about each other, won't we? Why don't you try to relax, Mr. Thorncroft? We... we have to get rid of Venning? Either that or go to jail. He's so moral about money. How much of the firm's money did you actually steal, Mr. Thorncroft? Graham, you're a clerk... Not an accountant. All right. That wasn't a good question, either. Benning's got his trunk packed, hasn't he, Mr. Pancor? Yes. Trunk large enough to hold a body. Trunk addressed to South America. Benning, sit behind the door. Have you got the the persuader? The blackjack, yes. I'll I'll be in front of him when he comes. And... really. You're late. Well, not very. Come in, come in, will you? You're making me nervous. All right, all right. Well, you look strange. What
1: is it? Now!
0: Shut the door, Mr. Tonkoff. Yes. While I finish. Here. Uh. I think Grim, You he no pulse. Heartbeat? No. No heartbeat. He's dead. There wasn't much sound, was there? No. And no blood. You give me a hand now. Yes, yes, of course. Got him? No. No, over to the trunk. Yes. Easy now. Now well, then. In. Shut the lid. All right. I remember. I read a story once. Murderer was supposed to put a corpse into something. Something large enough. But he waited too long. Rigor mortis set in, and (laughs) the corpse wouldn't bend. The door. What are we going to do? Keep your voice down. Probably nobody. Don't answer that. Now you're losing your head. You've got to. The trunk leads down. We're all right. Probably some salesman knocking. I'll see whoever it is. Yes?
2: Oh, I'm sorry, but I didn't know if any of in. My name is Mary Blake.
0: Mary Blake?
2: Yes, I, I have an appointment with Mr. Venning.
0: Appointment with Mr. Venning? About what?
2: Well, I... Uh... I
0: saw him yesterday. He hired me. And Yes, of course. You're their new secretary.
2: That's right.
0: I'd forgotten. I, uh, I've had so many things on my mind. I'm William Thorncroft. Oh, uh, that's Mr. Grimm over there, our booking club. How do you do? Hi. How do you do? As it happens, Mr. Venning was suddenly called out of town.
2: Oh?
0: Yes. Very urgent uh, business. However, that needn't interfere with any arrangements he made.
2: Oh, thank you, Mr. Thorncroft.
0: Incidentally, uh, you needn't stop today. Tomorrow morning will
2: do. Yes, Mr. Thorncroft.
0: Why are you staring at that trunk?
2: What a... Oh, I hadn't even noticed
0: it. Sorry. Uh run long now, hmm? Yes, sir. Uh just a moment, Miss Blake.
2: Yes?
0: How long? How long were you in the reception room before you knocked?
2: Five or ten minutes. Why?
0: Did you, uh, hear anything strange? No. Very well, Miss Blake. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye.
0: Mr. Parncroft, do you think she really didn't hear anything? I don't know. We'll worry about that some other time. Get the trunk locked. We've got to ship it out to South America tonight. Yes, sir. Ask Miss Blake and what she may or may not know... We shall have to find out, one way or another. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yes, Margot.
2: What's a four-letter word meaning insanity?
0: Hmm. Fine state of affairs. Here I am alone with my best girl, and what does she do? Crossword puzzles.
2: What is a four-letter word meaning insanity?
0: Love. Margot, don't throw that ink stand at her.
2: One good reason. No ink. Well. I'll
0: run out and buy some later today. But in the meanwhile... Margot, whoever that is, I don't want to see him. Why not? A four-letter word meaning insanity.
2: Hello. I'm Mary Blake. I, I've got to see Mr. Cranston. Oh. Come in. <coughs> Lamont, this is Mary Blake. How do you do? Mr. Cranston, a, a friend of mine told me about you. you you'd helped her years ago, and, and I need help right now.
0: Well, if there's anything I... What's wrong?
2: I... I, I have dreams. I beg your pardon? I, I have dreams. sad dreams. Nightmares, I guess you'd call them. Well, uh... Um... They happen night after night. It's it got so... Sort of... I'm afraid to go to sleep. Nightmares in which voices shriek at me. They want something of me, and I don't know what. I, I don't know what. I'm
0: sorry about that, but wouldn't a psychiatrist be more to the point, Miss Blake?
2: I've been to one. All he says is that he can find nothing wrong. Oh, I suppose I—I I, I was foolish coming to you. Hysterical. Thanks for listening to me. You, you get desperate after a while. After the questions and the. Green faces and red ones and yellow.
0: Uh, uh, wait a minute, Miss Blake. Please come back.
2: Well, all right, but uh,
0: sit down. I'm not promising anything, but I want to hear your story. All of it. There might be something we can do.
2: Why did you change your mind, Mr. Cranston?
0: Because people don't dream in color, Miss Blake. <laughs> Thorncroft and Benning along this corridor, someplace.
2: Come well, not you help Mary. At least you sent her home feeling a lot better. But what can you do about nightmares?
0: Well, maybe we can wake her up, and bring her out of them, Margot. We can use some information, though. Ah, here we are. Yes, Mr. Thorncroft. No, sir. Grim. Mr. Thorncroft is in the other office. Oh, would you please tell him, Mr. Cranston would like to see him? Of course. One moment, please.
2: don't like him. He looks like a bill. Mm, that's his mustache. No, it's not like...
0: Will you uh, go right in, please? Thank you. Mr. Cranston? Yes, this is Miss Lane.
2: How
1: do you How do? do, you
0: do? Uh, Mr. Thorncroft, we're friends of Mary Blake, or at least we're trying to be. Oh? She works here for you, doesn't she?
1: Yes. Her work's quite satisfactory.
0: What else can you tell us about her? Very little. I'm afraid it was my partner, Mr. Benning, who employed her. Oh, I see. Well, then perhaps Mr. Benning would be the one to see. I'm afraid he's out of town. Has been for some time. Well, that's too bad. I'm inclined to agree with you. I... I'm worried about him. Any particular reason? He's never been away from the office this long before. But, uh... There's no reason to bore you with my troubles. About Miss Blake, uh... What's bothering you? Or her? Oh, nothing serious. Dreams. Dreams? You must be joking. Maybe. I'm not quite sure. Thanks a lot, Mr. Thorncroft. We'll run along now. You're quite welcome, Bye. Bye. Grim. Yes, Mr. Farncroft. Those people who were just here, they were friends of Mary Blake. were they? Yes. They say Mary has bad dreams. Mr. Farncroft, you ought to fire her. Get rid of her. No. Keeping her here, we can keep an eye on her. We haven't been able to find out what she knows. Those friends of hers may be the beginning, Grim. Beginning of what? Pressure. The thumbscrews. So I'd suggest, Grim. Yes? That we apply a little pressure ourselves. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. out of me. The door was open. Thought maybe nobody was home.
2: Did you want to see me, Mr. Grimm?
0: Mr. Thorncroft said I should talk to you. He didn't want to do it in the office.
2: What did you want to talk to me about?
0: How you been feeling?
2: I... I don't feel very well.
0: Something on your mind, maybe? I guess so. Dreams, maybe?
2: How did you know that?
0: Bad ones.
2: The dreams? They're horrible. Hideous nightmares.
0: Too bad. You ought to get rid of them. Mr. Thornclaw thought if you told us what's on your mind, maybe you wouldn't have any more dreams.
2: But I don't know why I have them. I really don't.
0: Mr. Thornclaw thinks you do. And so do I, Miss Blake. What? I said we think we know. Are you dreaming? What's on your mind, Miss Blake? Please. What is it?
2: Let me go. Better
0: tell me, Miss Blake.
2: Please.
0: Better tell me. Or we'll fix it about those dreams. <gasps> we'll fix it so they all come true. <gasps>
2: Oh. Please come in. Hello, Mary. Lamont thought I ought to stay here with you for a while. He thought you'd feel better if there was someone with you. That's, that's very sweet of you. <sighs> Don't be silly. Both Lamont and I want to help. Mary, what's the matter? I'm nothing. It's just that I, I'm tired. Well, then we'd both better get to bed right away. Yes, I, I went out for a walk and got very tired. Well, just tell me where I can bed down and I shan't bother you. Oh, well, there's a little guest room. It's that door. It's really sort of a sun porch. It'll where... do me. Especially at this time of year. Besides, I've always liked the idea of sleeping in the open. Mary? What? Come here. All right. There's someone already sleeping in the sun porch. No. It's Grim. I saw him at the office. I didn't like him. Aunt... But somebody didn't like him even more than I. Somebody murdered him.
0: We'll return to The Shadow in just a minute.
1: A quotation of Daniel Webster's made years ago has a special meaning for all of us today. Listen. Listen. If we work upon marble, it will perish. If we work upon brass, time will efface it. If we rear temples, they will crumble into dust. But if we work upon immortal minds, if we imbue them with principles, with just fear of God and love of our fellow men, we engrave on those tablets something which will brighten to all eternity. Now, perhaps few of us have thought of education in just that way before. Perhaps we've taken the education of our children for granted, feeling secure in the belief that because the school system was adequate in our day, it's adequate for today's children. But friends, it's time we realize just how important our schools of today are to our country of tomorrow. When we take an active interest in our educational system, when we help to improve it, we'll be helping to build America's future, as well as our own children's. Friends, your local schools, your local teachers urgently need your support and encouragement. Remember, education can maintain our freedom. And freedom is everybody's job. Mr. Venning
0: of the firm of Thorncroft & Venning has mysteriously disappeared. Venning's secretary, Mary Blake, has come to Lamont and Margot for help. She has been suffering from a series of wild, terrifying dreams. However... When Margot goes to stay with Mary Blake, she finds the body of Grimm, Thorncroft's assistant who has been murdered in Mary's apartment.
2: The police were decent, Lamont. They put a man on at Mary's flat so I could come here and report. Grimm was short. They've taken him to the morgue.
0: Margo, I'm worried. Lenning hired Mary and Vennings disappeared. I've had him traced. He was last seen in San Antonio. That's not very far from the border. And after that...
2: Mark, what do you think's been happening, really?
0: I don't know. There have been lies, Margot. I think it's time for the shadow to do some work. Thorncroft. Thorncroft.
1: Who's there? Who are you?
0: Like the unsleeping conscience and the dread guilt... I cannot be seen, Thorncroft. But I can see and I can judge. What do you want? The truth about the firm, Thorncroft and Venning. There's nothing to tell. Why has Venning run away? You... You know he's run away? I know. Why, Thorncroft, why? I... All right, since you know that. We've been handling contracts for constructors. The last batch were illegally secured. That's why Venning ran away. And you, Thorncroft? I had nothing to do with the contract. I've been trying to straighten things out, make up for Vening's thieving, but... Mary Blake was hired by Venning. If you knew Venning was crooked, why did you accept his recommendation about Mary Blake? Because... because I thought she was a spy, for him. And still you hired her? Yes. You say I wanted to find out where Venning was. Make him assume responsibility for his dirty work. I thought I might be able to through her. And did you? Not yet. She's been too smart for me. Was Grimm working with you on that... Why do you ask? Was he or was he not? Grimm was honest. Yes, he was. He's dead now. Dead? He was found murdered in Mary Blake's flat. Mary killed him? Among other theories, that's one. However, she's had a nervous breakdown. She cannot be questioned. Perhaps it could be guilt? Perhaps. The police are doing nothing until she recovers. I... I might be able to find out... Stop trying to find out things from Mary Blake, Thorncroft. Let me do that. If you've been lying to me, put your life in order. I haven't lied. If you don't, I'll return, Thorncroft. One way or another, I'll return.
2: <laughs> on.
0: Yes, Margot. Anything? Nothing definite. I've set a trap, however.
2: Come on, for whom? Mary?
0: She may be guilty of Grimm's death.
2: I can't believe that. Besides, if she is, she probably had a good reason.
0: In other words, you're for Mary. Margot, I can't be sure yet. I did advise the police to hold off. They wanted to arrest her immediately, but I need her for the trap. You're staying the night with her?
2: Of course. There'll be a policeman on guard, too, won't there?
0: No, not tonight. What? I had him taken off. This trap has to look good. I told Thorncroft Mary's had a nervous breakdown. I'm going to call him up and become Lamont Cranston, Boy Doctor. Hello, Lamont Cranston, Mr. Thorncroft. I've some news. Yes. Mary's better. Recovered much more quickly than anyone expected. You're uh, at her flat? No, I'm home. What brought about her recovery was a phone call, she told me. A phone call from Venning. Venning phoned her? From where? Oh, south of the border, I think she said. I see. Another thing. Mary said she just remembered something. Something very important. What did you remember? She didn't feel well enough to tell me tonight. I have an appointment with her in the morning. Shall I phone you as soon as I've seen her? Uh, yes naturally, I shall be interested. Naturally. Goodbye. That's that. Margot, staying with Mary tonight might be dangerous. You never can tell. Don't
2: worry about me, darling. If you want to get in touch with me, I'll be at Mary Blake, With Mary and whatever else drops me. Late. Margo, you're, you're nervous. Why? Oh. No particular reason. I'm worried about Lamont. I don't know where he is. Oh, I'm sure he's all right. That's probably Lamont now.
0: Hello, Mary. Where do I come in?
2: I know. Of course not.
0: Thought I'd drop in and see how... Oh. Slim.
2: Hello, Mr. Thorncross. Hello.
0: Mary, Mr. Cranston told me about... Oh, you remember?
2: How I remembered?
0: Yes. He thought I'd be interested, so... suppose you tell me.
2: But I, I... don't know what you mean. Remembered
0: what? Let's not play games. I want to know what you remembered. I also want to know how you could have got a phone call from Benning when...
2: But, Mary, I... that's none of Mr. Thorncroft's business.
0: I suggest you keep out of this, Miss Lane. Why should I? Perhaps this will help. Again? Now then, Mary... You know I'm in deadly earnest. So you
2: don't have to tell him anything.
0: You're being very brave, Miss Lane. Perhaps a little foolish. No one knows I came here. There's no guard.
2: You'll be found. Besides, why should you want to kill?
0: I haven't said I do. Nor shall I, unless just leave it at. Nor shall you. Shall I? I'll take the gun, Thorncroft. Oh, you devil! Where are you? you? This is difficult, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the gun. Of that, Mary, was Grimm at your apartment last night before he was murdered?
2: I, no, no, he wasn't. He. She's lying.
0: It's obvious he was here, wasn't he, Mary? Mary,
2: you better tell him the truth. All oh. Oh, right. Yes, he was here. Why? I don't know. He he wanted me to tell him something, but but I didn't know what. I didn't have anything to tell him. He heard me. She's but... lying again.
0: This time, I think it's the truth. What happened then, Mary?
2: He left. I was frightened. I I couldn't stay in the flat. I went out and walked. And then when I came home, Margot met me and she found... You know what she found.
0: The body of the man you killed. No, no. Those fraudulent contracts you claimed Venning had drawn up. You drew them up yourself, didn't you, Thorncroft? Nonsense. Venning himself phoned me earlier tonight and told me. You're lying. He couldn't have. Huh? And why not, Thorncroft? Why, I... Uh, you are about to say that Benning couldn't have phoned me tonight because he's dead, weren't you? I...
2: I know nothing about
0: that. All right, Mary, you can tell the story now.
2: The, the story? Yes, of course. I, I saw Thorncroft kill Benning. He's lying. Grim killed.
0: Grim did, huh? But you were there, Thorncroft. You were an accessory. And accessories die just as murderers do. No, I... I knew nothing about it till afterwards. You knew about it before. That's why Mary had colored dreams. That's why Grimm had to die to implicate Mary for one thing and for another to remove a dangerous man. But we don't have to worry about Grimm. You'll die for Venning, Thorncroft. No. No, you can't do that. Mary, what was in the office when you walked in? Shut up. Something that didn't belong in the office, Mary.
2: Well, if you mean the trunk...
0: That's exactly what I mean. And Venning's body was in that trunk. It'll be simple enough to find out where they sent it And when it's opened Your death will be in it, Mr. Thorncroft (laughs) They
2: found the trunk, Lamar Yes, this morning,
0: Margot Police put a tracer on it, picked it up the darkness before sailing time.
2: And that's all the police need to take care of Thorncroft?
0: I think a jury will consider one trunk murder more than enough to take care of Mr. Thorncroft, Margot, for life.
2: Then everything's cleared up. Except I still don't understand about Mary's colored dreams.
0: Oh, that gave me my first inkling. You see, people don't dream in colors, not unless they've been fed one of the narcosynthetics sodium pentothal, for example.
2: A truth drug. Mm-hmm. They were giving Mary that stuff to break down her resistance so they could find out whether or not she'd really noticed anything or heard anything to do with Benning's murder. That's right.
0: From there on, the pattern was quite plain. They're trying to find out drastically about what? Murder. Who? The missing Benning was being offered as candidate for fraud. And therefore... Therefore,
2: uh... Lamont, what on earth are you doing?
0: Mm. Margot... What's a four-letter word meaning the end of the story?
2: (laughs) My crossword puzzle. The four-letter word is love.
0: Love? Nice. Let's uh, end the story, then, shall we? With love.
1: May I ask you a very important question? Here it is. How does the respect and recognition accorded teachers in this community compare with that accorded other trades and professions? Do you know the answer? Of course, maybe you don't think it's an important question, but it most certainly is, to you personally and to your children. You want able, intelligent people to be teachers, to continue to be teachers. If your school system doesn't have skilled, experienced teachers, your children won't get the education they need to fit them for a good life and good citizenship. So here's a suggestion. For the sake of your children's future, for the good of the community, be sure you know that your teachers are receiving the respect and recognition they deserve. Remember, teachers are the backbone of our educational system. Education can maintain our freedom. And freedom is everybody's job.
0: This story is copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications, Incorporated. All names and places are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Listen again next week, same time, same station, when the Shadow will again demonstrate that... The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The Shadow knows.
1: (laughs) Next week, same time, same station, we bring you another strange and thrilling adventure in the Shadow's daring battle against the forces of evil. The part of Lamont Cranston was played by Brett Morrison. Margot by Grace Matthews. This program came to you from New York. Stay tuned now for Quick as a Flash. This is the Mutual Don Lee Broadcasting System.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.